At U.S. Bank, when we say we're in it with you, we mean it. Not just for the good stuff, the grand openings and celebrations, although those are pretty great, but for all the hard work it took to get there. The fine-tuning of goals, the managing of cash and workflows, and decision-making. We're in to help you through all of it. Because together, we're proving day in and day out that there is nothing as powerful as the power of us. Visit usbank.com to get started today. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Copyright 2024. U.S. Bank. Had a good Wednesday morning. The summer heat just won't quit. No, it won't. A hundred million people waking up to stifling temperatures. Good morning. It is August 23rd. This is Today. Dome, dangerous record-breaking temperatures sweeping across the country. People will try to beat the heat, but the heat will eventually beat you. Some places will feel like 120 degrees. Al's tracking all of it. Debate night, Republican presidential hopefuls face off for the first time in the battleground state of Wisconsin. But the frontrunner, former President Trump, will not be there as he prepares to turn himself in at a Georgia jail tomorrow. We are live with what to look for in Milwaukee. Remarkable rescue, a cable car with children inside dangling for hours, hundreds of feet in the air, inside the daring, painstaking mission to bring them down safely. Plus, bear scare, a rare attack in a New York City suburb sends a seven-year-old boy to the hospital. This is the first incident of its kind that I've ever been part of. The quick action from police and how that young boy is doing this morning. Those stories plus musical chairs, some of the biggest names in music parting ways with one of the most powerful managers in the industry who famously clashed with superstar Taylor Swift. Scooter never contacted me or my team to discuss it prior to the sale or even when it was announced. What's behind the major shakeup? And spot the difference? The one-of-a-kind baby giraffe born in a Tennessee zoo that has captured the world's attention. What makes her so special and how you can help choose her name. Today, Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Cuffey, Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Well, good morning. Good to see you. We're so happy you're joining us on a Wednesday morning. Savannah is off. Craig is here. That baby giraffe at six yes. feet. Newborn baby. I can't wait to fig- figure out what the name's going to be. So rare. Yeah. This hasn't happened yeah. in years. And you are going to have the chance to help name that giraffe. Yeah. Not a spot on that giraffe. All right. But we do want to begin this morning with those dangerous high temperatures across much of the country. Yeah, that's right. After days of record rain-making headlines, record heat is the major story today. With about 100 million under alert from the Midwest to the South, Chicago expected to feel like 110 degrees today. Wow. Al's got the full forecast in just a moment. But we do start in Chicago with NBC's Maggie Vespa. Hey, Maggie. Hey guys, good morning. Yeah, from a muggy Chicago, as you point out, normally the breeze off of Lake Michigan helps, but it's already so humid, so warm this morning. Temperatures here expected to top out around 98 degrees, potentially breaking a record set in 1947. And speaking of, over the next several days, basically by Monday, this heat wave is expected to shatter 
170 heat records across the eastern half of the U.S. So basically, this is, as you point out, the latest layer in that severe weather saga still impacting millions out west. This morning, as the summer of severe weather rolls on, there's a push across the Midwest to protect the vulnerable from extreme heat. People will try to beat the heat, but the heat will eventually beat you. Firefighters in St. Louis installing air conditioners for the elderly. Sometimes our elderly that were born prior to air conditioning think that they can still make it because they went through these things when they were young, but they're no longer young. With heat indexes in cities like Minneapolis and Chicago soaring as high as 111 degrees this week, many schools across the region are closing as a precaution, including in Mason, Ohio. There's like multiple fans trying to blow heat out, but it's not working. In eastern Washington, two major wildfires are still threatening homes. Rain has provided some relief to crews fighting the Gray Fire near Spokane, but not enough to completely put out the flames. At least two people have died and 200 homes lost. We're in the lineup of cars trying to evacuate. In their rear view, you literally see houses burning. This as hurricane season heats up with Tropical Storm Harold battering South Texas. While in Southern California, they're still digging out of the mud Tropical Storm Hillary left behind. Sad that we have to go through all of this. Search and rescue crews combing the San Bernardino National Forest where a woman is missing after a mudslide. Nature's fury in all its forms, threatening lives and livelihoods from coast to coast. So again, so much to watch across the country. Uh, Back here in the Midwest, of course, heat is not uncommon for the summer. But just for some perspective, a lot of places across the region are set to be as much as 20 degrees above average during this heat wave. So just another one of those kind of extreme heat waves, Hoda, that's become more common amid our climate crisis. Yeah, it has indeed. All right, Maggie Vespa for us there in Chicago. Maggie, thanks. Mr. Roker, back in studio. A lot of advisories, watches, and warnings on that map. Yeah, just shy of 100 million people from Minneapolis all the way down to Corpus Christi as far east as Tallahassee. We're talking heat advisories, watches, and warnings. This dome of high pressure just not wanting to quit. It has been here almost all summer long, and they feels like temperatures are what we're most concerned with. St. Louis It's going to feel like 116, 109 in Dallas today, 114 in New Orleans, Knoxville, you'll feel like 97 degrees today. And that continues tomorrow with heat indexes, triple digits in Detroit, Chicago, St. Louis, Memphis, down into Houston, Baton Rouge and Pensacola, Florida. There is some relief for some. Look at this. By Sunday, Chicago, you're going to be 75 degrees, 81 in Cincinnati. Sunday, Washington, D.C., 80. But you get down to Jackson, still triple digits there. Dallas, the same. Cools off a little bit in Wichita. But really, guys, for the deep south, no relief in sight. All right. All right, All right Al. Thank Thanks. you. Let's turn now to that GOP debate stage in Milwaukee and most notably the candidate who will not be on it. Donald Trump skipping the first highly anticipated Republican presidential debate. The former president expected to turn himself in tomorrow over those charges he attempted to overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia. Meantime, the mugshots uh, from two co-defendants who turned themselves in were released last night. We got it all covered. We're going to start with NBC's Garrett Hake, who's with us from Milwaukee. Hey, Garrett, good morning. Hey, guys, good morning. Yeah, for the candidates not named Donald Trump, tonight will be the biggest night of the campaign so far, with millions of people expected to tune in to watch these eight hopefuls try to distinguish themselves from one another and from the former president still dominating this race. 
This morning, all eyes are on the battleground state of Wisconsin, where the battle for the GOP nomination will take a dramatic turn tonight with the first Republican debate. Eight candidates expected to take the stage for two hours in prime time. Frontrunner Donald Trump will not be among them. At center stage, the two highest polling candidates present, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy. It's a good night. Good night is people introducing myself to the people of this country and people who maybe, just maybe, some people actually able to pronounce my name. <laughs> the candidates divided over how to take advantage of the absence of Donald Trump. Critic Chris Christie expected to be on the attack. I think the big loser in tomorrow night's debate has already been determined, and it's Donald Trump, because he didn't have the guts or the respect to show up on that stage and Governor, defend his record. Governor. But new polling from NBC News and the Des Moines Register shows that among likely Republican caucus goers in Iowa, no position is less popular than aggressively attacking the former president over his mounting legal troubles. Data that supports the strategy of candidates like South Carolina's Tim Scott. People will make a decision based on the future of their family, not what's going on in the legal entanglements of the former president. But those entanglements could dominate the debate discussion nonetheless and will pull a spotlight south on Georgia Thursday, where the former president is expected to turn himself in to face wide-ranging charges in Fulton County for his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election there. The first of his 18 co-defendants, including attorney John Eastman, booked and released on bond on Tuesday. Eastman asked if he still believes the election was stolen from Mr. Trump. Absolutely. Absolutely. Still. No question. No Sir. question in mind. And this morning, we're learning there's a new twist in the classified documents case. A Mar-a-Lago employee changing his testimony, according to court documents, implicating the former president and others in that effort to delete surveillance video at Mar-a-Lago. This is a, a, another change of this witness switched from a lawyer who was paid for by Mr. Trump's political group to a public defender. Hoda. All right, Garrett Haig for us there in Milwaukee. Garrett, thank you. And for more on what to expect when these eight Republican presidential hopefuls take the stage in Milwaukee tonight, we turn to our chief White House correspondent, Kristen Welker. Kristen, always good to have you. Uh, so we know former President Trump won't be there, but he remains the clear front runner. Big question. How do the candidates thread that needle and take advantage of, of Mr. Trump's absence, but remain acutely aware that harshly criticizing him could find its way into an ad for President Biden next year? That is the big question, Craig. So far, we have seen former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie really on the attack against former President Trump, as you just heard Garrett talk about. But these other candidates have walked such a fine line, not wanting to alienate Mr. Trump's supporters. The other big question tonight, Craig, will we see fireworks between these candidates? Governor Ron DeSantis says he's bracing for that, given that he is running number two in the polls. They're also going to have to answer some tough questions. Do they support a national abortion ban? What do they think about Mr. Trump's indictments? And one of the elements that makes this debate tonight so interesting, most of these candidates have never been on a debate stage at the presidential level, with the exception of Governor Christie and former Vice President Mike Pence. So can one of these candidates find a viral breakout moment that is bigger than Trump? And remember, our latest polling out of Iowa shows that a majority of caucus goers still haven't made up their minds. So there is room for one of these candidates to have a breakout moment, Craig. Kristen, I want to get your take on, on, on something else here. I, 
the, the fact that the president is not going to be on that debate stage, do you think it helps? Do you think it hurts? Or do you think it has any impact at all on his campaign moving forward? It's interesting, Craig. Look, he is so far out in front in the polls right now. It's hard to see that it would really hurt him. But remember, there are a number of debates on the horizon. So if he continues to skip the debates, that could start to have an impact around the edges. If he is not on stage to defend himself, remember, he is a self-proclaimed counterpuncher. I spoke with one of his supporters in Iowa who said, I want to see him on that debate stage. I want to see him lay out his policies for himself. Now, look, he does have a robust counter programming planned for tonight. That pre-taped interview with Tucker Carlson, which we expect will be posted online. A team of surrogates here and one campaign aide telling me overnight they will be tracking how many times Trump's name is mentioned tonight. Craig, our chief White House correspondent for us there in Milwaukee. Kristen, thank you. Let's move now to the growing despair and outrage in Maui as search teams sift through the ashes. Maui police say they're getting closer to publishing a full list of the missing. And now locals are sounding off about the response and the urgent need for more help. NBC's Sam Brock has the very latest right there from Maui. Hey, Sam, good morning. Yeah, Hoda, Craig, good morning. The police chief here says that every single area touched by flames will be searched for human remains. He says, we're going to do this right, not fast. Now, this comes, Hoda, as the total number of unaccounted for has jumped again to more than a thousand. The FBI says more sources are calling in, but many of them don't contain last names, date of birth, or even gender, making this process even harder. Oh, my God, I can't see anything. More than two weeks after fires destroyed the town of Lahaina, the total number of people still unaccounted for is rising. We don't want to leave any stone unturned, so we're considering everybody on that list until we can prove that they shouldn't be on that list. Overnight, eight more victims' identities revealed, nearly all of them in their 60s and 70s. Despite growing concern about how many children may have died, the FBI says no one on the list has a birth date of a minor. We've heard from parents who've said they've lost their kids. Do you think it's even possible that there's no minors on the list? How could there be this sort of conflicting information? Again, I rely, and our list, uh, our group of people that are going through the list relies on people to let us know. Uh, but we have other means of trying to figure out if minors were involved. For instance, we're working with the school system here in Maui to try to figure out where any kids uh, haven't shown up to school yet, that sort of thing. County leaders under intense scrutiny for the emergency response, as well as the pace of recovery and relief efforts, coming face-to-face for the first time with devastated residents in a public forum. We've lost our people, we've lost our homes, and for some, we've lost our purpose. The landlords who have the gumption to push evictions on their tenants right now do not care. Recovery teams have completed their search of single-story homes. Now they're focusing on commercial buildings and multi-level residences. Grandmother and great-grandmother Donna Gomes died in the place, just steps from her home. Her family says their matriarch had a huge heart. It brought, quote-unquote, some closure to know that that was my mom because there are other families out there that still don't know. The cause of the fires still under investigation, as officials say the recovery could take months, if not years. A critical next step, providing temporary housing, such as these portable units for displaced families like Lindsay and Dusty Raynaud, who lost everything. Hope it will be a place where we can just find refuge and rebuild. 
And right now, officials are urging loved ones to provide DNA samples. They will automatically be compared to the samples that they have. They say that is the fastest way to get some closure in this heartbreaking process. Hold it back to you. Yeah, so painstaking, all of it. Sam Brock for us there in Hawaii. Sam, thank you. Now to this really dramatic and dangerous rescue in Pakistan. Check this out here. The lines on a cable car snapped with several children inside. So for hours... They were left dangling some 900 feet above the ground as rescue teams worked feverishly to get them down. This morning, we're pleased to report they are all safe. NBC's Janice Mackey Freyer takes us inside that amazing and daring rescue mission. Janice, good morning to you. Hey, guys, good morning. What an ordeal in Pakistan and what a rescue. Could you imagine being trapped in a cable car or worse, your kids dangling for 12 hours? The spoiler alert. There's a happy ending. Overnight, a dramatic rescue in midair, 900 feet above the ground. The overhead lines of a cable car had snapped, leaving eight people in Pakistan, mostly children going to school on the other side of the valley, dangling over a huge ravine for 12 heart-pounding hours. The cable car paralyzed, its young passengers and one adult trapped. So this region uh, is very far. Uh, off in the mountainous region. This is kind of a shortcut where they do this like a DIY type of communication uh, mechanism for themselves. Rescue efforts began with military helicopters, lowering commandos by rope. But an already perilous rescue mission was made worse by high winds, difficult terrain, and turbulence from their own chopper's rotors. Progress was slow. After several failed attempts, the first child was lifted away to safety. It's painful, but you have to take it slow because that will make for the best outcome. As night fell, helicopters were forced to land, with most of the kids and the adults still stranded. They didn't want the kids to be waiting all night and the parents to be suffering from anxiety. So they kept going, using a zip line to get one after another until every passenger was out on solid ground to a crowd rejoicing and relieved. This rescued youngster saying, we spent the whole day in fear. Pakistan's prime minister announcing on social media, all the kids have been successfully and safely rescued. Against harrowing odds, the happiest ending. Usually there's a things that occur called disaster synergy, where all these little things that go wrong spiral into big things, right? But this was reverse disaster synergy, right? Everybody did the right thing. It, it's spectacular. These locally made cable car systems are often used in remote mountain areas in Pakistan and in other places. For these kids, it means getting to school in 10 minutes instead of two hours by road. But wow, what a ride it can be. Guys, back Man, to you. Man, what a rescue. Okay, mm. Janice Mackey Freer for us there. Janice, thank you. Love a good news ending. Yes. Anytime we can get one, love it. Love a happy um, All right, it is now 718. Mr. Roker's got a check of the weather. Hey, Al, welcome back. Well, we've, thanks, guys. Good to see you and good to see you as well. We're looking at some afternoon storms coming across the Great Lakes. We're going to look at that coming up in the next half hour. Those record highs we talked about down through the south. Flood risk through the southwest. The remnants of Harold making its way up and sunshine along the west coast. And that's your latest weather, All right, Al, thank you so much. Coming up, a major shakeup in the music industry. Several superstars parting ways. 
with powerful manager Scooter Braun. He's known for his feud with Taylor Swift, the huge names involved, and what could be behind that move. Also ahead here this morning, mortgage rates climb again, making it even tougher to buy a home. So our Vicki Wynn is here to break down the market and also she's going to share some ways to get that rate just a little bit lower. But first, this is Today on NBC. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed (laughs) we're back that's a group of rocks at washington state Waking up a dinosaur. 200 people put on inflatable costumes and they did the annual T Rex World Championship race. This year's race came down to a frantic photo finish. We had to check it out. The winner, Ocean Kim of Hawaii. By the way, completed the 100 yard dash in just over nine seconds. That's like, is that like Noah Lyles? Wow. Anyway, these dino races started as a team building exercise for a pest control company in 2017. Now they're a full blown event. It's just that is so it's your favorite. Well, it's weak because it's like a bunch of Craig's running because Craig never reaches for his wallet. He's got that that little T Rex arms. I can't get to my pockets. I knew it was coming. That train's never never late. late. I'm going to save you, Craig. Uh, 7:30. It's a Wednesday morning, August 23rd. Miss Chanel Jones joins us at the table. Glad to have Chanel. Let's move to a shrinking client list. One of the most influential names in the music industry. It appears that longtime music manager Scooter Braun is taking a step back from representing some of the biggest names on his roster, including Demi Lovato and Jay Balvin. Our new entertainment correspondent, Chloe Malas, has the backstory. Hey, Chloe, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So good morning. happy to be here. Well, most people probably remember Scooter Braun for his long-running feud with pop star Taylor Swift. Well, now, the man behind some of the biggest names in music, including Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande, is going in another direction, in a move that appears to be having a major ripple effect. This morning, a major shakeup in the music industry. Some top stars distancing themselves from powerful manager Scooter Braun. Braun is well known in the industry for discovering Justin Bieber and most recently for his high profile rift with Taylor Swift. Demi Lovato, Adina Menzel, and Jay Balvin all cutting ties with Braun. 
a source close to the situation telling NBC News the 42-year-old has amicably parted ways with those artists. For days, online reports about a possible rift between Braun and his famous clients Bieber and Ariana Grande quickly sending the internet into a frenzy. The source saying both are still under contract, adding that Braun has been stepping back from manager duties and focusing on his role as CEO of a South Korean entertainment company. He outgrew managing artists. It comes after Braun's rift with one of music's biggest stars, Taylor Swift, who has been in the spotlight again during this summer of Taylor as the superstar sells out stadiums across the country. In 2019, the singer claimed Braun acquired the rights to her first six albums without her consent. Scooter never contacted me or my team to discuss it prior to the sale or even when it was announced. I'm fairly certain he knew exactly how I would feel about it, though. Braun has denied the allegations. What I learned from that experience was that I would never do a deal again where everyone wasn't involved and saying, yes, I agree with this deal. Now, Swift has famously been re-recording her albums, announcing the Taylor's version of 1989 just last week during the Eras tour. I think instead of just like telling you about it, I think I'll just sort of show you. As for Braun, the rumors of the artist's exodus swirled just one week later. He appeared to poke fun at the news, writing on social media, quote, breaking news, I'm no longer managing myself. So we've reached out for comment, but none of the representatives have responded just yet. But Scooter just seems to be having fun with this right now. Seems to be. You know what? This is the summer of Taylor, though, Chloe. It's all been Taylor all summer. I saw her in Seattle. I was there for the earthquake. Oh, Oh, you were right in the middle of it. So any reaction there? So no. And so many people are looking to Taylor for reaction right now because she's had this long public bitter feud because Scooter bought Mm -hmm. those original albums Mm -hmm. of hers. So Mm -hmm. she's halfway through. She's doing this sold-out tour, like you said, Summer of Taylor. Um, She hasn't commented. She likely won't. Um, But, you know, when you see this amount of stars leaving in a short period of time, it raises a lot of questions. So, you know, we're hearing it's amicable, but you never know. A lot of stars, a lot of social media accounts, we're watching them. Okay. Never know what they're well, going to say. Well, we need to say welcome, Chloe. Welcome, this Chloe. is your first day of school. It's your first day here. We're so happy to have you. You fit in just right I already. Know. You just arrived. I didn't sleep last night. I think my two little boys are watching right now, Leo and Luke. Oh, Leo and Luke. My husband, Brian, is the ultimate Today Show fan. <laughs> gonna, he's probably going to be outside with a sign. <laughs> he's going to have like a Chloe's number one sign. Well, I, I just want to say I'm just so happy to be here. I've always wanted to be at NBC and wow. it's just a I've manifested this. Wow. I'm so happy. Well, we're so happy you're oh, here. Thank you. Welcome, Chloe. We welcome like your welcome spirit. Holly. We yeah. like your spirit. Yeah. You're going to enjoy working yeah. here. Yeah, you will. I know. Uh, a lot more coming up here on a Wednesday morning, including this teacher who overcame some enormous challenges with help from one life-changing guidance counselor. Our Priscilla Thompson is here, and she was there for that surprise reunion that you do not want to miss. Plus, mortgage rates are hitting the housing market hard. Our Vicki Wynn has some help for buyers and sellers today. Vicki? Hey, good morning, Chanel. Hoda, Craig. It seems like mortgage rates have only gone in one direction, up, up, up. So what does that mean if you're a first-time buyer? And what if you're trying to sell your home? I'll have that plus a bright spot coming this fall. That's next, right here on Today. 
NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. National Outlet Shopping Day is back. Join us June 8th and 9th at Simon Premium Outlets nationwide. Score thousands of can't-miss deals from brands you love all weekend long. They've got up to 65% off every day. And the National Outlet Shopping Day deals are even better. Visit premiumoutlets.com slash NOSD to find a premium outlet near you. That's premiumoutlets.com slash NOSD. We are back with an in-depth look at the nation's housing market. Mortgage rates are now the highest they've been in more than two decades. For a lot of folks, that, that means that buying a house right now is simply out of reach. So what are the options out there? We've got NBC News senior consumer and investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn here with more. Hey, Vic. Hi, good morning, Hoda, Craig, and Chanel. The housing market has been on a roller coaster the past couple of years. Now house hunters are facing a financial challenge we haven't seen in a generation. And we're looking at potentially another other rate hike on the horizon before the end of this year. The cost of borrowing money is, in a word, expensive. If you are one of the millions on a journey toward the American dream of owning your own home, then you probably already know it's tough out there. This week, the average interest rate on a 30-year mortgage climbed to 7.48%, the highest level since November 2000. It is very, very freaking hard to buy a house. Rates have nearly tripled in the span of just a couple of years from the lows seen during the pandemic. Back in January 2021, they dipped to 2.65 percent. That climb came as the Federal Reserve aggressively hiked interest rates to tame inflation, which ballooned above 9 percent last summer. But even as overall inflation has cooled and the Fed has slowed its efforts, mortgage rates have continued to climb, a lingering problem for both house hunters and would-be sellers who are opting to stay put. Sellers are really in the driver's seat right now. The problem is they don't want to drive. They likely have a rate that's either 4% or below, and so they're in what we call the golden handcuffs. So how long will interest rates stay this high? No one has a crystal ball. We don't know when rates will pull back again. It really all just depends on inflation. Stacy Esser, a real estate agent in New Jersey, says her clients are feeling the squeeze. Buyers are frustrated, they're upset, and a lot of them are looking back wishing they bought two years ago. What are things buyers are sacrificing right now to get into a home? We're seeing some pullback. We're seeing some buyers that are saying, you know what, I'm going to hold on. And they're sitting on the sidelines. Experts say if you are in the market, there are still some things you can do to try and bring down your rate. What's your advice to deal with these high mortgage rates right now? The first thing you want to do is make sure that your credit score is solid. And the second thing you want to do is shop around. Take a look at mortgage brokers and other credit unions and other options that might be available to you. So, I mean, Vic, as as we move into the fall here, what should folks be looking out for if they are in the market? So a teeny bright spot. Builders are really working to try to fill the inventory gap. We're looking at about half of the inventory that was available compared to before the pandemic. So we just need more housing in some markets, obviously not the hot ones. Builders are actually trying to chip in and pay some of your closing costs. So that's a great incentive for buyers. We're seeing more build to rent communities that are popping up across the country. Mm. We did a story here on Today about it, which allows you to live that single family lifestyle Mm -hmm. without worrying about maintenance. 
you're renting, you've got that flexibility and you can save toward a down payment. Mm-hmm. And as far as renters goes, this is interesting. With the exception of a few very high rent, big cities, rents are actually tamping down. Why? Young people are living with their parents for longer so mm-hmm. they can save money. Older folks aren't trying to get out of their homes and people who have roommates are happy to stay put. So rental mm-hmm. rates are ah. stabilizing. Okay. You mentioned needing housing. We also in this country need a great deal more affordable housing yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a challenge. Thank, Thank you, Vicki. 7.43, Mr. Roker. Time to check the weather. Hey, guys. Well, we are coming up toward the end of the meteorological summer. It ends on September 1st. And we are looking for, while it's been relatively mild from the mid-Atlantic into California, we have been looking at the hottest summer on record from Arizona to Florida, from Phoenix all the way to Key West. These cities are on track for their hottest summer ever. And the Pacific Northwest, these cities could see their third hottest summer on record as well. As far as today's weather, we are looking at 11 million people at risk from Detroit, Cleveland, Erie, Pennsylvania, down to almost Columbus for strong storms and heavy rain. Locally in northeastern Ohio, we could see upwards of four inches of rain. We've got the remnants of Tropical Harold, uh, Depression Harold. Right now, it is making its way through Texas into the southwest. We could see anywhere from one to three inches of rain possible. And we've got Tropical Storm Franklin, which is going to bring a lot of heavy rain to Puerto Rico, Hispaniola, the Dominican Republic as well, with 50 mile per hour winds moving north at 10. And we are looking at a lot of, uh, as we look at uh, this forecast track, brings it near Bermuda. But other than that, no danger for the coastal United States. That's your latest weather. I'm going to stick my neck out and say we're looking forward to this next story. But I'll fall. Broker, we missed you the two days you were off celebrating your birthday. (laughs) Did we? Yes, we did. Coming up next, the baby giraffe making news around the world. Where she is, uh, there she is live. She's waiting for her big Today Show debut. Can you spot what makes her unique? We're going to hear how she's doing and how you can help name her. Coming up after these messages. I don't know what it is. got a unique morning boost for you this morning. Oh, we're all going to love this one. Every mom thinks their baby is special. However, a new baby born at Bright Zoo in Limestone, Tennessee truly is. She is extremely rare. This is a giraffe, you guys, without spots. Her mom loves her, and now the unnamed three-week-old, six-foot-tall calf is drawing attention from all around the world. David Bright, the director of Bright Zoo, David, good morning. This is a this is a really big deal. We know it's unique, David, but how unique is having a spotless giraffe? It is extremely unique. Um, we know the last time this happened was 1972. Wow! And this is also the first one in the U.S. You must have been shocked when that little uh, when that little calf was born. What was the reaction among uh, people who worked at the zoo? Uh, we were immediately on the phone within minutes of this baby being born, calling zoo experts around the world, you know, saying, hey, um, this is a little unique. This is yeah. a little different. What do you all think? D- David, to, to be clear, though, she's she's the, she's healthy, right? No, no issues with the draft. Just no spots. Correct. That is correct. She has no pattern, um, but she is, as, as far as giraffes go, she's a very normal giraffe. I love it. So I know you're asking folks uh, to weigh in on a name for this special bundle of joy. Her mom is, is her mom Shenna? Yes. Okay, so Shenna, and then we need to come up with um, another option for, for her. What are, Do you have any options right now? Uh, we have four names that we've chosen. Okay. Um. 
Here we go. And Kipiki. Kimiki. Okay. Friali, Shakiri, yes. and Jamela. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, so those are our four. I think we hear the – David, are those the giraffes talking to each other? We're hearing, <laughs> or I just hearing noises in my head. Uh, you're hearing some gibbons in the background. Oh, okay. okay. All right. You know, a lot, around here, um, one of our producers, Pete, says that we should name that giraffe spot. Just spot. because. <laughs> Just because. He would say that. You might want to add that to your list there, David. He likes spot. We have um, received hundreds of phone calls with people with the exact same idea. Oh, okay. there you go. So he Pete might not so special. No, 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 he's not. <laughs> David, keep us posted on the name that ends up being chosen. If you want to vote on the baby giraffe's name, Go to today.com and cast your vote. David, thank you so much. It's kind of cool. That's awesome. It's like you don't know cool. if you're looking at a deer yeah. with a long neck. Yeah. We're six feet tall. I've been waiting to be six feet tall my whole life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Me too. Never Anyone. made it. All right. Even more baby news coming up in Popstar. See the adorable way Serena Williams and her husband revealed baby number two with help from big sister Olympia. Also rising tennis star Chris Eubanks stopping by Studio 1A to talk U.S. Open. That epic Wimbledon run and... His match against the Hollywood superstar, it, it really didn't go well for Jamie Foxx. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's there Spot. Yeah. Spot. NetCredit is here to say yes because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people.